Hi bookish friends, I am Sierra, the host of Slightly Bookish Podcast, and you can find me at Slightly Sierra on Instagram. I do want to make a quick announcement, just saying that I have episodes that are pre-recorded for the month of November that will be coming out, but there will be no book discussion for the month of November. For November, there's going to be a book business interview, the Vampire Academy episodes, they're going to be split in two, the TV show discussion, that's what episode that one, those are, and then I know this isn't a book, but The Watcher on Netflix, that will be coming out as well in November. I know it's an article, I know it's not a book, but I thought it would be fun to discuss it with Jess and Michelle, who you'll be hearing on today's episode on this book discussion. Anyways, life just gets busy with the holidays, so I'll be returning in 2023 so i'll talk to y'all then so keep reading my friends and follow me on instagram let's stay in contact that way if you have any books that you're anticipating for 2023 definitely send me a message about that because i have not made my list for next year other than that that is all enjoy today's episode the name of this book is sister killer because i just know uh, sister killer <laughs> my sister the serial killer yes so that's the book we're talking about on today's episode with jess and michelle michelle's first time on here and welcome michelle yeah thank you thank are you, you excited much. i, I know you said you were nervous but <laughs> you don't need to be nervous you know jess you know me I know you said it was just a conversation with friends, but like, I, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect or if I should be more ready. Like I, I, I took some notes about the, the book and things that I remember or that I really liked, but I was just like, how much of this do I really have to like, you know, retain and have to memorize and stuff like that. But I mean, I want to say we keep it pretty like open-ended questions, unless like one of you have a more, I don't know question that I really have to think about yeah it's pretty casual I mean we literally just started our conversation talking about 90 day fiance (laughs) so I I think you'll be okay (laughs) so as always I like to start off with what did you rate the book or did you like it or did not like it let's start with that one first or yeah let's go start with Michelle Mm -hmm. I I like the book I, there was a lot of things I liked about it. Um, the ending was a little abrupt and it was a little open-ended. Uh, I was just kind of like, that's it? Is that, did I miss something? That's it? Um, <laughs> but I, I really liked it. Everything from like the format of the book, the, the short chapters, the uh, characters, even though some of the characters got on my nerves. Um, like I, I, I really liked it. And in the end, it was just kind of like a, like a never-ending sister love really messed up relationship but I I kept me it kept me um going and it, it was really interesting I liked it I would rate it what are we doing like five stars or mm-hmm. um I would probably give this a four star four star mm-hmm. you Jess um the same you actually hit all the points that I felt um 
I love the way it was formatted, how quick it was. Um, I was able to rush through that book really fast because it kept me intrigued and I was super interested. And I even really loved how she would go, the different chapters would be different flashbacks that she had or different memories or things that, that happened in the past, but somehow they managed to all fit in with where we were currently in the book. And I love that. It wasn't confusing at all whatsoever. I kind of liked how they broke that up. So that way, you know, it's not just this constant drawing out of what's going on. There's like broken pieces in it that add to the story. Um, but the ending was really abrupt. I found myself looking at it. I was like, wait, so it's done. And I like <laughs> flipped the page and I'm like, well, that's the acknowledgements. Okay. I guess it's done. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it a four out of five just for the abrupt ending, but I really did enjoy it. I liked it. I did get, well, I would give it more of a 4.5, but a four, obviously on Goodreads rating. And then, um, same thing, everything y'all said, but I personally love the ending. I liked how what? it ended. Yes. Except Why? that I did have to, cause I listened <laughs> to an audio book. Jess, like explain yourself <laughs> I need an explanation right now um, like they kind of just how do you do what <laughs> I listened to it on audiobook so I did have to re-listen to like the last five minutes over and over to make sure I understood what happened <laughs> at the end <laughs> I was like wait is this really the end so that I think it's because of that that's why I like it like it made you question like there has to be more to this book than how it's like we're left in the middle of their life. Like there wasn't a happy ending or anything like that in the end. It's almost like it sets it up for like a, a sequel or something. You know what I mean? Um, but it also just kind of, you know, wraps everything up and it's like, okay, this is how this relationship is and this is how it's going to continue to be. So, I mean, to me, like, don't get me wrong. It was, it was good once I thought about it. I was like, okay. Right. Yeah, it, it just kind of leaves it open. Like, okay, this is how things are going to be. This is how this relationship is going to continue to be. This is just their dynamic. Um, but at the same time, like it ended so quickly. I was like, where did I, am I missing pages out of this? What, what happened? So, but yeah, it just seems like it's setting itself up for a, a sequel or something. And you're like, did I get the messed up copy off the bookshelf? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're totally right. She could definitely, if she wants to expand this book series, she absolutely could. Mm -hmm. um now are are we doing spoilers no spoilers no we'll do spoilers already because it this is a short book so it's not like it kind of just dived right into the middle of their life which mm -hmm. basically the first sentence was that her sister called her because she killed someone Hey guys, hey, it's Belle from the What the Bell podcast. Join me every Wednesday as we talk love, sex, life, and the pursuit of living your best damn life. Now, this isn't your ordinary podcast. This is a Latina podcast talking about growing up Latin, sexual empowerment, breaking generational curses and trauma, sex, 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 dating, divorce, marriage, how I met my sister 10 years ago, what drove a guy to leave me at a railroad track in East Austin at night, and how mental health doesn't mean that you're crazy like we thought growing up from our families 
Plus, we talk pop culture, we talk all the things. So if you're ready for drama, tears, crying, emotional damage, just kidding, then tune in and listen every Wednesday at What The Bell, available everywhere you find podcasts at. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WTBPOD. That's WTBPOD. Okay. All right. So my question is, so the very last chapter, when it ends, it's uh, titled number five. So does that mean it was like the fifth person that she technically killed? Because she didn't really kill Tade, but she killed his life, like Mm -hmm. ruined his career, had him sent to jail and all this stuff. So the new guy that is brought into their lives, is he technically victim number five? Is that what that is? I take it as it is because she didn't write the Tate. Uh, what was his name? It was Tate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that yes, it is victim number five. But I was also a little bit confused because the last chapter ends. You know, it starts off with uh, Mutar's phone number where she's like pressing it in, and then she decides to not save it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At first, I was like, "Is it Mutar that's coming?" Because all the sister says, or no, the house girl um but yeah I I kind of figured I was a little confused whether it was Mutar the guy who was in a coma or if it was like the next boyfriend that Ayula's gonna no I think it's the next boyfriend I don't want it to be the guy in the coma yeah Yeah. I I think it's the next boyfriend um because (laughs) because I had the same thought as you Michelle I was like oh crap did he show up to the house and now like they're just gonna be this giant killing family um (laughs) But no, I think it's the new boyfriend because when she actually goes and meets him, she says, you know, the guy smiled at me and I smiled back. She didn't say that it was anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a new boyfriend. Yeah. I wonder if she's got, she's, well, obviously we would never know, but I don't think, I think she will end up building a relationship with the coma guy. And then there's going to be conflict of interest because who was going to want to be, have a sister-in-law as a killer? Well, she she burned the guy's number right yeah that's what i was looking at right now too because she but I thought says then that she, after she typed it in a few times she deleted it oh okay mm-hmm. yeah she says that she uh she burns it um in a candle mm-hmm. and so i guess that's that's my question for you guys what what do you think is going to be her sorry my bad this episode is all over the place people so sorry (laughs) it's mom life it's wife um but yeah i guess my question kind of piggybacking off of that is what do y'all think her relationship with mutapar is going to be the the coma guy because she kind of she's about to save his number but then she burns the number and doesn't mention him again i think that's so weird that someone who has so much information that could get her and Ayula in trouble that she just kind of cuts him out completely like do you think that's really what she's gonna do no he's gonna pop back up you think so mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be thinking about her often enough um and probably keep up with the news in some way and that's what I think that's my theory he's gonna keep up with it and once he starts seeing these death occurs of guys or a disappearance he'll probably make contact with her because he knows where she works well I mean he he also cares for her deeply because she was the one that pulled him out of his coma Mm -hmm. he was 
he understood that his family basically like dipped. They stopped visiting him and she was the one that was visiting him every day. And even though it was because, you know, selfish reasons, she was getting things off her chest. She still like engaged with him and neurologically got him to come back. So Mm -hmm. I think he feels really strongly for her. And he even mentions it. Like there's a quote in the book where he's talking about how you wouldn't necessarily turn in your family members or people that you care about a lot because because you you care about them mm-hmm. you wouldn't want anything to happen to them so you'll hold on to those secrets so I think he will continue to hold on to those secrets and I think that if they come up with a sequel and you know she finally gets fed up with Ayula's shit she may let her know hey there is someone out there that knows everything but will she ever be stopped? Because I mean, like, you think after three kills, killing boyfriends, you think you would be fed up cleaning your little sister's mess? I know I would. I, yeah, I. Well, I don't have any sisters, but I know Michelle and Jess. <laughs> y'all have sisters. Like, how? Like, what do you think it would take for her to just stop? Like, that's my my question that as a only child of y'all having sisters what would it take for you I think it just depends on the relationship which this relationship it's like it's really complex you know because I feel like uh Korede really has a lot of resentment towards Ayula because she knows she gets away with a lot of stuff she knows she's the the center of attention like she there's a, a couple of quotes in there where she talks I think I wrote it down um, where she's like, uh, I console myself with the knowledge that even the most beautiful flowers wither and die. Like she's got like some deep rooted resentment for her sister. Yet at the very end, it's kind of like, this is the relationship. It's going to continue like this. She's always going to be the big sister to take care of her little sister. And I mean, I may not always get along with my sisters or my brothers, but I mean, there's always going to be that deep rooted love you know what I mean um that's hard because of Mm -hmm. course as as a big sister myself like I would want to protect my my brothers and sisters but at the same time like you're doing this to yourself like you gotta you gotta you gotta stop you know once or twice like but this is once or twice okay I can forgive (laughs) and forget but I mean it depends on the situation like she really thought that she, I don't think she thought that Ayula was doing it intentionally mm-hmm. until the third guy because right. the first two she thought that it was self-defense right. yeah. and you know she kind of understood it like oh well these guys are just after her beauty so maybe they are scumbags mm-hmm. and then she started to really pay attention to the third one and realized you know she didn't know him but going through his poetry and stuff realizing that he's actually a guy who's actually really deep and Mm -hmm. has thoughts and is although arrogant because she does say he is arrogant um you know he feels strongly and has emotion and so she couldn't that's when she really started to question her sister's motives like it has to be you right so yeah. let me ask y'all something that I felt like I got lost listening to it. So when she'll go in the past, like the tra- past chapters with the father, is because what happened with the father is the reason why the younger sister 
is or became a killer like is that what triggered her to be the way she is that's where I got kind of confused in the book I was wondering if one of y'all could clear that up um well I it's interesting because like you kind of slowly build on who the dad was because you're, you're getting only little bits and pieces throughout the book of because like like you said he, she kind of goes back in time and she discussed stuff from when her father was still alive but there's always this like hanging knowledge that he was not a good guy mm-hmm. and I feel like she probably gets that like rage from him because it's obvious towards the end that he has anger problems he's abusive he's especially abusive towards Ayula so I think she's kind of like a victim of her upbringing and of her environment she probably has that really bad temper from her father um and I mean that's interesting that you brought that up because I'm really starting to think about it but it's like yeah I mean she probably inherited some of that from her father um but at the same time her father was very like controlling and stuff so she's kind of trying to live her life have fun do the things her dad wouldn't let her do but yeah I I think it's possible that she well I think that you know, going off of what Michelle said, that really comes to that nature versus nurture conversation, right? Oh my goodness. Where it's like, what? It, it, oh it no, does. I get it. It's just that conversation can go on forever. It that. really can. Mm-hmm. But it's so it, it is, it's like, are you born this way? So like, is she just born, you know, because she is 50% her father. Mm-hmm. Is she born that way with those tendencies and the, and the need to, not only um, manipulate and convince people she's a whole other person, but have the power in the end and take their lives? Or is it a product of the environment that she was raised in? You know, is it because of her father that she's like, oh, well, men are scum and I'm going to take advantage of it however I want. You know, he was, he was about to sell her off. So I know when I read that, or when I listened to that chapter, I was like, what the hell? Like his youngest daughter, he was going to sell just because who knows what reason, what it was, but I thought that was crazy. It it sounded like it was a business deal. It sounded like he was going to get something out of it. Most likely money. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, this older man likes my young daughter. Who's only 14 oh yeah, you can have her if I get money out of it. And his disgusting sister who just is like, oh, it's his wish. I'm yeah. going to take you. Yeah, no. That family that was crazy. Really, especially the female herself. Well, I mean, telling. they mentioned that they're twins, right? Mm-hmm. So they're oh, twins okay. and she does whatever he says. But yeah. it's like, no. I mean, if, if I had a brother and like Michelle said, you know, cause I have a sister and like Michelle said there, you know, you may not agree a hundred percent on everything, but there's still that loyalty, that underlying loyalty that you have for family. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you will not convince me to help you hurt my nieces, their nephews. That's yeah. not happening. Not at all. I think there's a lot of, um, kind of underlying stuff too, because like of course, I, I thought that was like terrible that, okay, he's about to, you know, sell off his his daughter, but it also came up with like the corruption of the police when Corede was driving with the body in the back of her car and she was able to like bribe the police officer to let her go. 
so it's it's kind of almost skewed because you think like yeah this is a, absolutely it's disgusting and it's it's terrible but at the same time it it's also like a cultural thing for them where it's almost because they I know this takes place in Nigeria and they still kind of have arranged marriages and they have um what's the word when you're paying for your daughter to to be married off is it a dowry or something like that oh right? yes yes dowry dowry I keep wanting to say stipend <laughs> dowry <laughs> what's that word um but uh yeah I mean it it because this is a very cultural book like I, I learned a lot of new words a lot of cultural uh stuff about everything from the garb to the the food mm-hmm. um so it also kind of opens up that cultural door to you too like okay like they're living in a place that's pretty corrupt you can pay off the police to get away with stuff literally murder in this case and okay i'm sorry my my internet connection is just terrible you guys i've never had this issue before and now it's just you're like now when i want to do it 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 chooses the wrong times all the time and i've been taking classes online for like two years and i've never had issues but (laughs) the times you wanted to mess up (laughs) right i don't don't need to be in that (laughs) um but yeah, I mean, it, it, it opened your eyes to so much cultural stuff and it, it, you kind of like, you're kind of confused, like, okay, yeah, this is terrible. But at the same time, it, it might also just be part of the culture too. So, yeah, no, you're uh, absolutely right. And, and we, we do have to keep that in mind. Um, and, and I loved all the, the cultural things that she threw in there. Cause she kept it really, um, authentic, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't skew away from that. And mm-hmm. I, lo- I loved that about it. Um, but coming at it from the mind of an American who, you know, it is what it is. I'm mm-hmm. a spoiled ass American. Um, it just, it was just wild to me. And, you know, but, but she knew it was wrong. She knew mm-hmm. it was wrong because she panicked and made sure that her sister, like, didn't go with her aunt, made sure that her sister didn't touch the chief or guest or whoever he was like they know so although it may be a cultural thing it's still wrong yeah oh yeah oh yeah and I'm not not trying to make excuses for them at all I'm just saying like that you kind of have to keep that in mind too because you don't know how much of that is kind of a cultural thing but um you're absolutely right it's it's interesting um I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? I was going to hit on something around that area. Well, think about it. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> so few things that I was annoyed with, with a little sister. How do you say her name again? Nayola. <laughs> Ayula. Ayula. Was one that she was ready to post on social media. Like days later after her, she killed her boyfriend. And, okay, um, says the social media queen. <laughs> I Are wouldn't be kidding? doing it day. I wouldn't be doing. I would wait. <laughs> I was just gonna say that sounds like a Sierra thing to do. Just saying. <laughs> I would definitely I consult wait with both hours. of y'all. I would definitely consult with both of y'all. Do you think it's time for me to post that I'm single? I'm ready to mingle. <laughs> no, My husband's been been dead forever. You know, it's been a whole forty eight hours. It's, it's time, right? That would make me. A- such a suspect 
<laughs> and then um so that's what annoyed me when she was like already posting on social media and then she went on she went on that one date with the rich guy who already had a family and stuff like that those things annoyed me about her so i don't know does she annoy you with any of anything like that or i mean for me she did but it was a little more than that she was just a garbage human being you know she um obviously she cared about her sister and she loves her sister and that's very apparent um but she really only cared about herself at the end of the day because she was willing to tell um that guy Tade that her sister blamed her for her ex-boyfriend's disappearance or death and Mm -hmm. you know telling her she's jealous of me all the time she treats me like I'm a monster she does all this so Although she loves her sister and has that loyalty for her, she is still going to throw her under the bus just to make herself look better. So she's yeah. very, very selfish. And that was, uh, that bothered me so much. See, and I was trying to think as the main character, I was like, well, you can just throw her under the bus, the little sister, but she's the one who did all the cleaning and mm-hmm. stuff that the little sister can pin it back on her. She's I don't an know, accomplice. Just, yeah. She will end up in jail. It was it's just a messed up situation. Yeah, she she got on my nerves a lot. However, I will say I feel like there is a little bit of protection that Ayula has for uh, Korede because there was that one part in the book where with the roses where Korede tore apart the roses and then she ends up Ayula takes the blame for it. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I did it. It's okay. So I mean, there is a little bit of loyalty on Ayula's side because she is willing to take the fall for her sister in a very minor case compared to like covering up bodies and stuff. But I still feel like there is a little bit of that mutual loyalty and respect. So although I, I really didn't like Ayula's character, like she got on my nerves. I thought she was just, you know, she's one of those girls who uses her beauty to get ahead and, uh, you know, of yeah. other people to get ahead in life. And, but she's also very complex because she's also going to take the fall for her sister for something kind of dumb. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and if if she is to be believed, technically the reason Ayula ended up stabbed was because she attacked Tade because he was starting to accuse. Kun- oh my God! How, what's the characters? The main character's name? Konede. Uh, Korede. 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 Um, if she's to be believed, she was protecting Korede because Tade was accusing her of being the one who is involved in these disappearances or murders of her Mm ex-boyfriends. And that's why Ayula attacked him, you know, but how do you really know? Cause this girl lies about everything. I know that's what I was. That's why I felt so confused with this book because of that, because one, I know she warned the main character warned uh, Tade about her sister where she just blurted out. Like she's the one who killed her ex-boyfriend and then the fact that he just like dismissed it because he was blinded by her looks or so-called love. Man, what's that life like? <laughs> <laughs> like completely ignores the fact that his girlfriend is murdering, you know, guys out there just because she's beautiful. Need yeah. that in my life. I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, dude, you should have listened to her from the beginning. It was really upsetting, right? When you first meet him, you really like him. He seems mm-hmm. he's a doctor, like you really like him and you want to like him. 
And then you just see how he's just like all these other guys in the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. You're like, man, you're just, you're dumb dude. You know, I really wanted to like you. (laughs) Yeah. I really thought, I really thought that it was going to be one of those storylines where, you know, she does have not necessarily going to get a happy ending, but this guy does reciprocate her feelings Mm -hmm. and, you know, he may end up dead, you know, for whatever reason, but you know, it, he just ended up being just as awful as all these other guys that were in the book. And that sucked. Mm-hmm. that sucked. But she did say the, uh, the younger sister that all guys want is just a pretty face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that, and do you think that was kind of like a jab to her sister that you're not as pretty? No, I don't think she meant it like that. Okay. I don't think she meant it like that. I think, I'm sure she thinks that her sister is pretty. You know, she has that love and, the, and they're they're a part of each other. And I'm sure she mm-hmm. thinks she is pretty. Um, I think she really meant it as she just has the disdain for men. And I don't blame her, you know, growing up with the father figure that she did. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think she meant it in a, as a jab towards her sister in any way. I think she's too concerned about, you know, thinking of herself to really care or not really care but really put down her sister plus she still owes her sister a lot because she helps her out with these murders and stuff so i don't think she's mm-hmm. gonna sit her down but she's just so involved in herself like you know <laughs> she yeah she doesn't really put her sister down either do y'all think this book will be good as a tv show or a movie if you were to make that decision the setup of it i thought was like a tv show you're kind of going mm-hmm between scenes it reminded me a lot of a movie or a tv show it reminded me of it like a script so i think it'd be wonderful as a it would make a really good mini series Mm -hmm. like if they did like eight episodes and did it that way um because there is a lot in here but also there's not enough to go beyond just the like what is what is the time span of this maybe like I want to say like maybe two months two months yeah so yeah. I mean I mean um because the note I have here is that because she killed her boy it starts off with she kills her what third boyfriend and then it says where do I put oh that one month so yeah I want to say like only one month since she killed her last boyfriend and then she's already getting engaged to or somebody else yeah so yeah um no it would I agree with Michelle it would make an excellent tv show and someone should pick this up because yes. it would be super entertaining it I would, would be, watch it, would it. Do so well it needs to be on Hulu HBO or Netflix because <laughs> those are the ones I pay for <laughs> Hulu get at them come on yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think commercial I free. <laughs> HBO would be awesome mm-hmm. if you get somebody like Issa Rae to take this on oh yeah man oh man it would be awesome and i feel like there's so much room to to go in deeper on some of the other uh, characters like her co-workers i thought her co-workers were hilarious because they yeah. all had their own dramas going on too um, so funny yeah <laughs> like out of nowhere these two women are fighting over the guy muhammad like what yes. <laughs> like yeah. is she actually threw in there like one was grabbing the other's boob and they were pulling at each other. I'm like, what is happening? 
<laughs> I know. I yeah, that was funny. And then the uh, other girl who's trying to sell like bootleg shoes at work and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. What is this? I guess just to make you f- see the feel of her work environment, like it's not all seriousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would definitely would want to see this as a TV show. Even if they made a movie, but I would prefer to like slowly be into the world yeah. as a TV show person. Would you want the show to have the same ending as the book? Absolutely. Well, yeah. okay. I, I do. don't, I de- yeah, I definitely don't want it to be a happy, happy ending because life is not always a happy ending. That's mm-hmm. just the reality of it. But give it some depth like make it known that it's the end you know don't have us like looking like rewinding half yeah listening to it over and over like <laughs> is that it need a little bit more closure <laughs> so before we end our episode for today since michelle you're new on here are books that you like to read like the genres um, I'm really into mystery, thriller, horror, like psychological thrillers, anything weird too. <laughs> weird and obscure. Mm-hmm. Do you feel when you read mystery thriller uh, type of books, are you just in uh, going along the ride, like just reading and just going with it? Or are you trying to solve it as you're reading? Girl, I'm trying to solve that stuff. Like I'm all like, it's hurt her. Like right in the middle of all of it, I'm I'm already like thinking, okay, yeah, this is. I know how this is gonna end. I'm really bad with that kind of stuff too. Even in movies, I'm like, oh, this is totally gonna happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, on that point, I need to know which side you are on. Um, do you tend to figure out the ending or the culprit or any, you know, the big twist? Do you tend to figure it out halfway or are you always shocked at the end? I'm always shocked at the end. <laughs> Not you. I'm oh. asking Michelle. <laughs> I know your answer. That's why I'm asking her. <laughs> My bad, Michelle. I'm taking your spotlight. Um, I feel like there are some, some cases where I'm kind of on the point, but then there's like, like just recently, there was a Riley Sager uh, book that I read and I guessed the twist but then there was another twist oh, and I was like oh I didn't see that one coming so I mean it's oh, a little which one did you read uh was it the lake house no 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 oh. you just read it too uh after dark oh okay okay yeah yeah that one I kind of already knew like okay this is where this is going and but yeah. then the twist at the end again because there's like two or three twists in there I was like oh crap okay so yeah you need to read you'll like his books Jess I think I'll I'll dive into those but you need to read all the other books I told you to read first. I give her. She has a That's big list. That's a lot of books. That I'm is like, a lot Jess, of books. you got to read this one next. Jess, you got to read this one next. And I just see them piling up over at her Hey, house. now. Look here. <laughs> next time. Give but me I a can't, year. I can't, I can't, I can't be year, mad. I, I will no longer be in school. And I will have more time to read. I yes. can't be mad, though, everybody. Because Jess does pick up a book real quick when I need someone to read. And she gets some in a day or two it's true that was that was my second question for michelle oh go on michelle (laughs) are you a fast reader or are you a slow reader it depends on what i have going on so like right now i have a semester off so i feel like i'm just flying through books pretty quickly 
But if I'm like in school and I've got like textbooks to read, it, it'll take me a while. Okay. What are, well, I know this answer. What are you currently reading right now? Uh, what am I reading? I'm reading, um, there's two actually, cause I'm in between audiobooks and then regular books because mm-hmm. I do every day. So I have an audiobook at all times. And then I also have usually a paper book. So paper I'm reading, um, Tender is the Flesh, which is really good so far. I really like that one. And then on audiobook, I'm reading uh, The Sanatorium, which I'm kind of ready for it to be over. I'm not liking that book at all. <laughs> so you don't, left. you don't DNF books? You don't just stop, like, forget it. I'm not into it. I'm moving on. Or no, you... I'm one of those where like, I need to see this all the way through because if okay. not, it's going to bother me in the back of my head. I need to know what's, what's happening. Either, even yeah. though I'm not liking this book, I still like, I'm going to finish this book. Okay. I think that's pretty much what we did with the Spanish love deception. Oh yes. We're never ready. We're, we're both ready to drop that book, but we, oh, no. <laughs> we pushed our ways through it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just- I mean, yeah. I've told my friend at work, cause I have, it's funny because you guys, and then I have a friend at work too, who like loves romances. That's all they want to read. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went mute just so you know, but you know, it would be awesome if they had like some type of book that was murder thriller, but with romance thrown in, there how you would make be. that work. I mean, I'm sure there is. Because there's people out there like like us that like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, think, I would love to read something like that. I think if we read a cozy mystery, we would get romance and the That's mystery. That's not a thriller, though. Oh, well, read, like, mystery is kind mystery. of thrilling. What's a cozy mystery? Like, are you I don't sitting know, but in I your was... bed, like, all cozy as you're reading? Like, <laughs> Like, oh, somebody stole my bananas out my basket. Like, I don't understand what a cozy mystery is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What's in their pajamas? That's what it is. <laughs> I'll find a cozy mystery that I think oh, you would like, Jess. And then we can all three read it together. Okay, because I would love to know what a cozy mystery is. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. With that said, our next book discussion will happen in the new year of 2023. So feel free to send me any book recommendations my way at Slightly Sierra over on Instagram or email me at slightlybookishpodcast at gmail.com. Well, my friends, keep reading and talk to y'all next week.